this is just all, all energy. I'ma get high later though. Hello, hello, yeah. They know. They gon' say I gave him top started okay. Hello and welcome to the Red Card District. I'm your host, Joaquin. I'm here with my guest, Wes Manchild. You can follow him on Twitter at Wes Manchild. Producer, Gooner, Maestro Extraordinaire from North Philly. Yes, yes. How you doing, Wes? Good, man. Good. Happy to finally be out here on the West Coast. Yeah, we're happy to have you. Yeah, you know, it's been a long time coming, you know, to see the folks, but it's just good to be out here, you know, considering the circumstances, what's going on and everything, but it's still good to, you know, see what's going on out here. But what's up, good brother? Absolutely, man. No, it's it's great having you here. We're having a having a grand old time. Uh it's but yeah, let's talk a little bit about um some of the football that we got to enjoy this summer. The Euro Cup has has finished. It's you know, we're now a week and a half on. But um what do you think of uh what do you think of Italy taking down our, our English friends? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that was because, I mean, let me, you know, put the disclaimer out here first. I am not a fan of Italy. Never have been. I've rooted against them in every tournament. <laughs> um, but I will say that based on the merit of play, the style of play and what the way they, uh, you know, just played every match, I do think they were the best team based on form to actually, and it came out the way it should have as far as the winning. Now, I also will say that England blew it. Uh, oh, yeah. And not really the players, more so the manager, Southgate. I mean, even though I talked to some of you know, my English friends, and some of them are like, look, he got to a final, of course, which most of them never seen in their lifetime, understandably. But I do think that they got to a final in spite of him. Right, not not because of them. Yeah, not because of them. Because when you look at the squash selection and all the attacking talent that they had, this is probably the most talented England attack that we've seen in our lifetime. Right. Yeah, yeah. As far as as far as talent goes, they they have way more than we've ever seen. I mean, obviously the level of the talent they don't really have a Rooney right now. No. But as a, as a collaborative whole, you know, they with the amount of attacking options they have, their wide forwards, the, you know, the wing play. Um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of decisions that are going to come under a lot of scrutiny when you when you fuck it up the way they did. Um, so let's go back to that. So go back to the match. You know, they come out the gate strong. You know, you get the fucking goal from Luke Shaw, third minute, second, third minute of the, of the match. Around, yeah, the second. And minute. you know, and you're thinking like, holy shit, you know, England have this. And I think the the first thing that stood out to me was that really it really seemed like like Southgate scored the goal and then parked the bus like fucking Mourinho, like. Yep. Like what do you? It's the first half. You're not going to defend a lead. This is not your style. It's not what your. It's not what your players are built for. And you know you do this. You you look good for the first 15, 20 minutes, and Italy comes back into the game, and all of a sudden you're on the back foot, and you don't do anything to really make a big shift and really change anything in the match. Yeah, and I think even started with the formation because you switched it from match to match. When I saw it, it's like all right. So it's basically you know playing you know three center backs or the two wing backs. I'm like, all right, so basically I knew it was just going to be a back five. But you gave up so much in the midfield. And when you're trying to, well, he did basically park the bus, you just allow Italy to have so much possession. They already had that extra man in the midfield already. So you allowed them to have so much possession. And no team on the, on the international level, unless you're one of these teams which is drilled to be defensive totally. But if you have a team that's, that has so many attacking people, you're not going to defend for 75 minutes. And even when the second half started, 
like I saw the goal coming. Uh, everybody I was watching it at, you know, shout out to Black Sheep in Philly, <laughs> with all the English supporters, everybody there was saying subs, subs, make some subs, make some subs. They saw it coming and right. they just basically kept riding that wave. And I mean, they got sucker punched for the most part. But even the substitutions, when you look at when, when the second half started, I'm like, why isn't Grealish on? It makes zero sense. It's not like England. If you think about it, they have whether whatever we think of Harry Kane as far as the Spurs, you know, thing. You can't deny that he's a top, 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 top class striker. So you have the top class striker. You have great wingers. Whether you want to include a combination of, you know, Sterling, Sancho, which he never played. You still have Rashford. You have Saka. Um, you have other people, creative people like Foden, who you could have put in there in the midfield, Jude Bellingham. Like you didn't need to play both, I think, Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips. Because Calvin Phillips could cover all that on his own. He actually showed out this tournament. Yeah, he had a he had a really good performance. Yeah, he's really good. And I try not to say because one of my best friends is a Leeds fan that he overdoes it with the Calvin Phillips oh, yeah. love like, and all that. And I try not to give him credit, but the kid is money. So he could have basically been that pivot right there. You could have played another Jude Bellingham, somebody in the central who could get forward and give more of an attacking option and then i guess you want to stick with your mason mount i don't know why people refuse to play Grealish at the 10 in a hole i guess he likes to drift but i still think you should have started him yeah i'm whether he whether he came out on the start or if you, if you give him more minutes in the second half Gre- Grealish had to be involved i it was really curious to me that mason mount was such a fulcrum for the team like like he's taking every free kick he's taking corner he's doing he's doing all this shit and it's like you got plenty of guys who can do this. Like yes. he's he's your guy. Like he's the one guy that you're gonna choose for this position. You have all that talent. All these guys you can play in there. Like it makes it mount is good at his role for Chelsea, but he's not a player I always look to. Like yo, this guy is going to change the game or change the match. Grealish is always that type of guy. He comes on. He just creates a spark. And the fact that you never like barely play Sancho is crazy. Uh, it, and even when he brought him on at the end. Uh, you bring him on, basically g- for g- PK. G- give him ten fucking minutes, right? Give him ten minutes to to run at the defense. Like you guys, sure, these guys should make their penalty kicks, and we'll get to the whole selection process and all yes. that. But you have these guys at your disposal. Mm-hmm. You have Sancho, who's electric. You know, obviously, get there's certain guys that you're going to keep on. You're not going to pull off. Like Sterling is your your num your number one wide forward, right? He's your highest stature. Harry Kane's going to stay on. But, you know, so, like, Raheem Sterling is of a certain stature. He didn't take a penalty kick, you know? You you sub off, you know, one of those one of those last-second subs, you take Jordan Henderson off the field, who is, you know, former, Eng, you know, English captain, Liverpool, Liverpool captain. captain. Talisman and yeah, everything. you know, uh, but, South. But even when he brought him on, when he brought him on in the match, I didn't really get it at that point because – Henderson, yeah, he could study everything. Like he, you would have brought him on if you had a lead or you needed to study anything. Where you're really trying to chase and get that goal, that's not the guy. So I'm like, he brought him on before Grealish. You could have brought on somebody else who could influence to actually attack. Even with um Sterling and Kane. Granted, um, they Sterling had an amazing tournament. Uh, even though people always try to hate on him, but he was the one who kind of kept England yeah. in it uh, up to that point. They played so many minutes in the match before that, him and Harry Kane. They played the full extra time. So right. at this point, they were running out of gas. They were gas. So if anything, you should have basically brought on a couple of uh, subs to help them out. Well, especially if you knew if you knew that 
Sterling wasn't going to be one of your penalty takers. Exactly. Because Sterling is not a guy. I mean, I don't think I'd want him taking a penalty kick either. No, me neither. <laughs> but if you know that's the case, then yeah, give give Sancho 15 minutes. The se- give him the second half they of extra had time. The whole second half of extra The second time. half of extra time. Those guys should have gotten like, okay, we're getting ready for penalty kicks. We're going to gamble. There won't be any more injuries. I'm putting these guys on now and give them 15 minutes against tired legs. Who the fuck plays 105 minutes of football that wants to see Jaden Sancho coming at them? Yeah. And, or, or Rashford. And Rashford. And the thing, you, Italians are always disciplined, well-organized, structure. One thing they're not known for is pace. So if you bring these guys out on the wing, because England has some of the, you know, paciest guys, you could basically put them in there to run at that Italian defense while they're tired and dragging at that point. But Nucci and Kalini uh, are, are ancient. They you are. bring in some young guys to run at them, basically when they're tired. And also, he—I mean, I don't know what's going on, but also you could have found ways to give Phil Foden some time too. Uh, I just, yeah, just I mean, I—I was—I had mixed feelings about that because it was pretty much his exclusion in the middle of the tournament that gave our boy Saka more yeah. playing time. I mean, it doesn't mean that Foden shouldn't have been used at all. Exactly. I would—I would have brought him on for Mason Mount exactly for the last twenty saying. minutes. And if Mason Mount takes every fucking free kick, why did he take a penalty? <laughs> He takes every other fucking dead ball. Yeah. So. And yeah. So uh, you want to go to the uh, the I mean, pens? Might, might as well just get to the penalties because I mean that's just the thing. You know, you, you go this far, right? And you have Gary Southgate sitting there, and you have all this time, and he has all this time to make decisions. He fucking sits there. It sits on his fucking. He's sitting on his hands, not doing shit, just hoping it's gonna work out for him. He's got one of those. He's got like a. He's got like a resting dumb face. <laughs> you know. You know what I mean? I know he's a nice guy. I, I love what yeah. I love the way he stood up for the players. Like he, you can you can be a great guy and also be a simpleton. Yeah, and the team morale is great. Like from all accounts of what I've seen, yeah, these guys have a real brotherhood. They have like it's 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 a New England. It's all a bunch of young guys. In a lot of cases, you know, people saying it's the mandem, the young, you know, the young lads coming through, and it seems to be a good spirit. But in the end, also it, he still goes down as being tactically inept to me and unable to recognize situations and make the right calls. Because even starting off, one thing I always have an issue with with England. Now, granted, some people have argued against this that sometimes you want your best guy first to take, you know, to get the monkey off your back and take that pen. But I still think that if you're the best pen taker, then you should be five. Like, I think Harry Kane should have been fifth. I don't think he should have started uh, off. My, my counterpoint to that, there was the there was a shootout and it, and Ronaldo was the fifth penalty kick taker for Portugal, no. and he never got to take his penalty because oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah, lost. Yeah, that too, and and so, I mean, as a Ronaldo hater, I fucking loved it. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> stop laughing. I looked at him, and he was just like throwing his hands and pouting, like "fuck, how could I not get to take my kick?" Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I I agree with having a very clutch fifth taker. Yeah, my best taker. I I I'm not I'm not mad at the early the early one. I also like if you want like you put your anchor guy, your your money money guy. I like to put him at that four spot. Yeah, because that's that's always a high high pressure fucking. Yeah, because that yeah, you know, the fourth spot probably is a good call. You know, because it's just like you don't want to run the risk of them, you know, not even getting a chance to kick the ball. Then now all of a sudden you fucked up because you didn't put your best player in a position to help you when you needed it. All right, so we go to it. Harry Kane was first, obviously he doesn't miss. I'm shocked he missed the one in the early match, but you know, got the rebound, but. Us as Arsenal fans, we know that he <laughs> never fucking misses. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so yeah, him. Surprisingly, Harry Maguire slotted Ooh. his, and I was shocked 
that, you know. I wouldn't, I slotted is not the right word. He fucking thumped it. He thumped he the absolutely, fridge, put it through. <laughs> he fucking cunted the ball. Like that, that shit. He, he, he put that, that was like a 60 yard clearance from the back. Like he put his foot through it, rifled it right up into the, it was an unsavable penalty. And I was really impressed. And I was like, you know, we all, uh, you know, I was watching, we were, we were, we were making jokes like, oh, fuck, how are they putting, like, he can't head this in. Like, why are they putting, why are they putting McGuire up there? <laughs> You know, my, my buddy, my buddy, you know, they they'll call him Slabhead, right? That's all yeah, Jamie Vardy. Yeah, 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 I, I know you. He hit his fucking massive, heavy. Yeah, and so and so, yeah, he went up there and did it, and you, you know, they're at that point. Southgate is two or three kicks away from being from a knighthood. Yeah, basically, and Pickford had to save, which right. Also, we really did talk about, but the place went. I was at went mad. It was it went ballistic. Yeah. Oh yeah, like I was I was fearful for the people in the bar. And I, was, and I and I gotta give I gotta give Pickford credit because I I was making jokes at his expense yeah, all too. tournament. We, you know, like baby arms and all this shit. And yeah. then you, and you looked at and you looked at him in goal and you, you know they're getting ready for these penalties and you see Donnarumma, who's a massive, a fucking monster. Yeah, fucking monster. And like yeah, you put a guy like that in goal and you just look at, you just looked at the side by side of the mm-hmm. two of them standing in goal. And how big they looked in proportion to it, and it looked like yeah, you could score anywhere on Pickford, but Donnarumma is or taking up half the fu- taking the whole central third of the goal up yeah. just with his just with his wingspan. And that's the thing with him; you had to be clinical because he's so big as a keeper. Yeah. Um. But yeah, then we get so when we got it's it's crazy because all right after the first couple, then when we got to uh Rashford and Sancho, I, as soon as Rashford, Rashford. got I had a bad feeling, even though. You know, he took some big uh, pins for United, but I had a bad feeling. And I, I just felt like them coming on cold. Because even when he bought them on, I was in a bar, I said, this, I don't really agree with this because they're cold. They haven't had a chance for their legs to warm up, to get into the match, the you know, get a touch of the ball. They didn't even really get a touch of the ball for that moment. They come right there. And, and when he did that stutter, as soon as he did that, I said, it's over. Like, I knew it. And the bar was added actually on top of it being an England bar is actually a United bar. So a lot of them were in there were United fans and they was just like, oh. So it's him. And I really, after him, I, I also had no faith in Sancho either. Because like I said, he hasn't really seen enough game time. Yeah, I immediately started making jokes about it because I was watching with, and I've got a few friends that are United supporters. And so they were with me at the little little barbecue. And yeah, and I was like, oh, look, fucking Man United blowing it for England. <laughs> little did little did I know that it was yeah. gonna come down to soccer, and he was gonna miss his. I really thought I thought Sancho was gonna make his, but yeah, I I don't fuck with the I don't fuck with these stutter step. Like it's so terrible. it's so dumb. And like when they do it, like so the, some of the change of pace shit is okay, but once they stutter step in their final approach, it's like it's like taking a baseball bat back halfway. It's like stopping your golf swing halfway mm-hmm. through and then trying to finish. You can't hit it with the same power. Nope. You're not you're so, not going to get the same you're yeah. not going to same dyna- you know it's it's not going to be hit the same. Nope. And and especially against a big strong fucking keeper like that, you better absolutely, you know, leather it yeah. into a corner. Cuz yeah, just in case cuz his hand might get a touch, but if you get enough power on it, it's going to go by. And yeah, as soon as I saw the stutter, um unless you totally get him to fake that one area and you could just slide it away coolly, it never works because you I mean, I'm going to say never, but a lot of times it doesn't work. Because you don't get the power behind it. So I saw that. This Sancho, I just was like, oh, man. Like, I had a feeling about Sancho before it. And then, of course, we get the socket. And I was just hoping because, obviously, Pickford, you know, came through again. And I was just hoping. Well, G- but, Jorginho hit the post, right? Yeah. That's... I mean, well, you got him. Yeah. I was shocked. But he's, he's I had a feeling Jorginho was due for one. Because he actually missed one against us. Um, 
so I had a feeling that he was due for a miss, but I'm, I don't know because Saka doesn't even take penalties for us. So when I saw him coming up at the fifth, I'm like, hold up. You had Luke Shaw, who probably was a player of the tournament. You had still had Raheem Sterling there. You had other veterans. I mean, how, 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 how many how many professor how many professional penalties has has uh, Jack Grealish taken? You know, like he's a That's captain of Villa, a captain. Yeah, to go through promotion, like, and go you, through. You, you have up. captains, number tens, guys that take tons of professional penalties. You know, Sancho's taken some, but not many. Rashford has taken quite yeah. a few. I got no problem with the Rashford. Selection. I don't either. Saka never taking a professional penalty. No. You don't put him at the, I mean, I, I, you know, as our, as our player, we fucking love him and we love the bravery. We know he has that. Like, you know, he would step up and do the same shit for Arsenal. Exactly. But if you have all these other motherfuckers in there with that experience, you put them up there and you, and you, this is, it's meant to be on their shoulders. Yeah. Especially Grealish, who is, like I said, a captain and is that guy. And later on, he came out and basically said he wanted to, but obviously Southgate chose who he wanted to. Now, of course, it's a, it's a lot of different. It's easy to say that shit. After, yeah. Right? But yeah, because I'm thinking if I'm a senior player, I'm not letting these young guys come in that moment and take this from me. I'm like, yo, boss, you know, I need to take it's, this. It's my time. You're yeah. 19. You'll you'll have this again. Exactly. So, yeah, then I was just like, uh, I mean, I, I just that like felt like a punch to the stomach. Not as far as England losing it, because I mean, my friends were devastated. But at that point, I was just feeling more about soccer, like. I just feel bad for him. And then also on the flip side of it, I started thinking, oh, shit. The, yeah, I mean, you saw me tweeting. I said that all three of these guys are black. I already know what's going to happen right mm-hmm. there. And you, like clockwork. Yeah, like clockwork. That shit happened. It, it it's just the way you said out. it. Yeah. And, and that's honestly, like, not not that Italy's any better on this issue because they're a bunch of racist bastards. Oh, super. <laughs> you already know what you're about. <clears throat> yeah, I, I know how you feel about this. But basically... Like, I don't even feel good about USA winning shit right now with the way shit is here. Yeah. And I was like, you know, England as a country don't really deserve it to win it either because their people are pieces of shit in the same in the same capacity. You know, like I I felt for my friends. I felt for the, you know, the people who I knew this really meant a lot to and what it would have been would have been great for them. But, you know, in the end. The people showed who they were. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you saw with what happened out and around, and you know, oh, yeah. I'm glad there weren't more horror stories, but obviously the the but the racial abuse that came to all those all those players, and yeah, just the general like the lack of regard oh, and like oh, I yeah, mean that like day it, was terrible, Wembley from all accounts, everything. Right. I mean, but also it post COVID, uh, the match started what at eight over there. Oh yeah, so you have all you know how to get down. All on the day, piss all day drinking. It on was the- a fucking session everywhere you went. I saw pictures of uh Leicester Square, Trafalgar Square. Oh, it was mm. insane the amount of cans. Yeah, on the ground. Dudes, you know, doing lines of keys, you know, off keys and everything else. It it was a wild time. They bump rush Wembley. Now, I mean, it, it looked like it was it was a hell of a party, but when you're that juiced up and everything, I mean, just in general, it was it was it wasn't a good look. No, it wasn't a good look. For the final, for England. But in the end, I mean, Southgate basically, he got what he wanted earlier. You should have pressed and attacked and went for a second goal. You, he managed scared. You tried to park the bus, like we say, a la Mourinho. And you didn't have the players that set up for that, and it came back to bite him. And, I mean, I think he actually managed to cautiously through the whole tournament. It's just England were finding ways to get through it and basically push through it because of individual brilliance of some of their players. But when you manage like that, 
it ends up catching you in big matches. Yeah, and it's it's crazy because it's like yeah we you know we had these feelings we had these hunches ahead of time but it took you know 120 minutes plus mm-hmm. penalties for it to finally get fucking found out you know yeah and that was <clears throat> you know like I said I felt bad for them when that you know with the way it went down but uh, you know he is who we thought he was yeah and I've been saying that so. I mean, obviously, they're going to stick with him for the World Cup because he yeah. got to a final. And oh, he yeah, yeah, that, yeah. He, des- he deserves it. He deserves another chance. And you yeah. know what? Maybe he could. Maybe he can he take this might. and learn from it because exactly. that's, you know, that's what you hope from him in a, in a young manager and a, yeah. and a guy who who is clearly a good leader of men and a good person. Exactly. And, he, yeah. and you know, and the, and the great thing is, like, you know, when fucking Fat Sam was the manager for, for that for that short session, <laughs> it was like it's like this is this is fucking Brexit encapsulated, right? Like, like, yeah. Like this is not the guy. This is not the guy you want as the face of England moving yeah. forward. This is like why don't you get fucking Harry Redknapp? You know, like you might as well. Oh, Harry. Oh, yeah. Harry. Yeah, you don't want to go back to old days. Like no. he's definitely progressive in a way he's dealing with. It. And obviously, I I mean, it kind of backfired also. But part of me do, does think that he probably wanted those three young brothers to take that to kind of change it out of because if they come through. Then it's three young black guys who do do it for England. It changes the whole narrative. People have to look at things differently. So, Absolutely. I mean, that thought, obviously, admirable. If that was his choice. I don't know if that was, but if that was his meaning behind it. But in the end, I still think that you probably should have at least had Grealish, a couple other players, take those pins. And, I mean, it's a learning thing because from all the England fans, they were upset, but a lot of them were like, if you would have told me we would have been to a final, they were just happy to make a final. Oh, because for sure, much for sure. Shit is England talks and obviously, you know, the world, well, introducing the world of football and all that. They haven't had the best history. Um, so for them, that was, it was just about the ride. And, you know, kind of me as an Eagles fan, I kind of identify with that. Right, right. So I feel that idea. But they do have talent going forward. That's the thing. It's about maximizing this young group. A lot of guys are early 20s, some are still teenagers, and they got a lot of talent. You think of some other places that didn't come through who, are playing in the Premier League who are young. Like, England is set up with a lot of young guys because these academies are doing it. Yeah, and you know, it's it's wild. I mean, the whole, the whole midfield setup is really fucking young. We're talking about Declan Rice, Calvin Phillips. You know, those guys mm-hmm. are 23 and 24. Exactly. Jude Bellingham's 17, right? It's fucking crazy. You know, like, and, and I, I think I think Bellingham's definitely the way forward for them in midfield, yeah, yeah, yeah. but but Phillips really showed out really well. And and, and Rice was pretty good, too. I'm Rice not going to... steady. I don't, yeah, don't want to... I don't want to put no. him down in any regard, but I, I still think Jude Bellingham, if, if he's your future and he's ready, what she looks like he's ready. Yeah. Like I expect to see a lot of minutes from him at, at Dortmund this year. I'm Especially really, I'm year. really excited to see him really grow into his role there. Like I expect a really big season from mm-hmm. him. If he's playing week in week out in the heart of the Dortmund midfield, he should be starting for like, I, I really think that for the world cup and then a year and a half, yeah. you, you need to put him in that fucking team. Exactly. Because, I mean, for him to be this young, and even when you think of, you know, other guys are probably going to come through the pipeline. Hopefully our guy, Emil, eventually gets a look, yeah. you know, in the future. Him being so young is another creative 10. Absolutely. absolutely. It's a lot of other young players coming up through these academies about to make their way. So England, I mean, compared to like the early 2000s when they thought that was the great England generation, you know, with the whole Gerard Lampert, that whole thing. I think these young guys, it's just a lot I think the talent in the premise just so spread out more evenly now. Um, and I think that because of that, there are a lot more emerging players who are going to be coming up. So England's future is bright, but I mean, every country has a bright future because France is always going to produce, even shit, though they kind man. of, you know, shit to bed. But, but yeah, no, there was, um, 
it was good to see a lot of good young attacking talent on display. Exactly. You know, what we saw, you know, we've spent a lot of time on England, not much time on the winners, but, <clears throat> you know, there, there's some guys that really, you know, like what I saw, I, I got to give a special shout out to Federico Chiesa because, oh, man, that, that dude, baller, I thought he was going to score that goal, that when he had, that one shot he had Ooh, coming through yeah. when he rifled it past the right, you know. He, he's just, he's been lethal. All he needs is a chance, and he he's happy to shoot from outside of the box. Yeah. Like what, what you, you know, what you would do for a player like that. Cause that guy's just yeah. dynamic. You know, he, he didn't really, it took me, it took me a few matches of watching him playing there. Cause I've, I've watched him some at Juve this past season. Mm-hmm. I watched him less cause Cristiano's there and I just don't <laughs> care for him anymore. It's like, I want, I want to watch Ramsey. There's always, there's players I want to watch, but then it's like, fuck, I got to watch this, this bitch. But you really hate Ronaldo. <laughs> I really do. I really do. It's literally, yeah, I, I don't even, I, I try yeah. not to watch him anymore, but, um, but yeah, I mean the Italy team, you know, like Locatelli, who we've been rumored with, looked pretty good when he would came in and run through. I felt I felt really bad for Spinazzola because that guy yeah, was, he was lighting balling. it up. He was lighting it up, and then to do your fucking Achilles, yeah. Which I mean, I mean, it's not like a normal. That no, I mean, I mean, a year th- and a half. I mean, I mean, thank you know, thank fuck that uh, that people are able to come back from those injuries these days because that used that used to be a career ender. Yeah, you know, and most players when they get there, they're never the same. They're not the same kind of spring. You know, I really hope he has a full recovery because he was yeah. so electric, yeah, so electric was, down the wing, and, and, and he and really they, they lost a big amount of their dynamism that oh, they'd yeah. shown early in the tournament the speed, with him. Yeah, because they, they didn't like he was the only guy that could have run with those like young England wingers. Mm-hmm. They didn't have any of the true fullbacks that were really that were really that pacey to no. to make that kind of impression. So, but you know what, deserved winners. It's kind of crazy. Fucking Insigne really didn't do shit on the tournament. You I know, like, I wasn't really surprised. I mean. I always hear his name as far as, you know, as far as the top ballers, but it's just like every time I watch him, I mean, I granted, I don't watch a lot of Serie A like I used to um, because, you know, just the way they have, they uh, flipped over uh, with the ESPN Plus and stuff like that. But um, I always just hear his name mentioned like baller, baller. I know obviously he's, he has the techers and everything, but it was just, I he really didn't stand out to me in this tournament for the most part. Yeah, I mean, he tends to be, you know, he had a, I watched him a lot the one year that he went and played for Dortmund. Mm-hmm. You know, they were, they were trying to replace Lewandowski. It's, yeah. You know, it's kind of like, a, it's that cursed, you know, you're not stepping in for a guy who is like the Bundesliga player of the year, it's year after year after year. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. coming in uh, replacing Thierry Henry. It's like, yeah, it's not, it ain't easy. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I, I watched him a good amount for Lazio this year and he scored a lot of good, important goals. So I mm-hmm. expected a little more from him, but. Yeah, it wasn't really that out of character that he didn't do that much. But, you know, Chiesa picked up the slack. You know, they had a lot of good dynamic running from midfield. You know, you had Verratti uh, running the show, Locatelli coming in to replace him. Like, yeah, I, midfield was strong. Yeah, like that. And absolutely, like what you said, with England giving up giving up bodies and space in midfield to, to this to this midfield, like, what are you thinking? And then you had Giorgino who could, you yeah. know, dictate the pace and yeah. ping passes. So you already had those three guys. And, I, and before the match, I kept saying – this is going to be a problem when I saw the formation. Yeah. And, and it went the way it did. Yep. So be it. Well, it was a great, it was a great Euros. I want to shout out the red lion and silver Lake. They, they hosted us for many a match. We didn't go there for the final, we're there for the semifinals and a bunch and the quarters and whatnot. Really good time. Uh, great to get people out there and, you know, enjoy football together. That's where I got to, I can see a bunch of the England fans. And, yeah. Uh, I was glad I wasn't with them for the final to see how, how it went down, but Bro, uh, it was, <laughs> It was so rough where I was at. You know, dudes were crying. I like saw teary Like it, it was rough. Like that. I mean, all banter aside, because I joke with my friends all the time. But then to see them that pain and a loss, I was like, damn. 
like is sheesh. And a wild thing, one of my boys' girlfriend uh, was there, and she's actually her mom, straight fresh off the boat, Italian. So my one boy was giving her a lot of slack throughout the whole thing, chanting, she's an Italian, she's it, like pointing at her and everything. But then at the end, she just went off and started popping her shit. And I was like, all right, you deserve <laughs> yep, that. Exactly. You got that. You got that. You got that. Well, there was another tournament going on simultaneously. <laughs> um, not as much attention being paid to it, but it still, you know, had some pretty good football and had some pretty, some pretty wild shit going through the tournament. And that was the Copa America. Um, Messi finally got his chip, right? He finally, he finally got a title. Yeah, yeah, he did. How, how do you think that affects his legacy? I mean, his legacy is already set. Uh, he still can't be number one or two because it didn't happen in World Cup. I mean, I still will put Pele and Maradona over him. I'm sorry. Cool. Uh, I mean, yeah, you won a Copa. That's cool, but it's levels to this for the most Absolutely, part. Absolutely, yeah. A, a Copa is not a World Cup. No, it's not. It's not the same. So, I mean, granted, good for him after all these choice, all these chances. I mean, I'm not a big Argentina fan, obviously. Uh, <laughs> so, I was obviously rooting for Brazil because I always ride with Brazil. But my man, Emmy. <laughs> you know, yep. Martinez. I did that penalty. Uh, that penalty oh, shootout that shoot was out the was, shit. It was so good. It was so good. The fact that you could hear them. I mean, it was kind of <laughs> whack throughout the tournament because you didn't have any fans, and that was the one problem with drawback because you had the Euros, the ESPN, the daytime coverage. Everything is you know great, and the fans are in there, so it was added to the whole thing. And then you get to the Copa is on the Fox Sports Network. It's coming on at night in the summer, so people are out and about. Is not the whole same thing. Then the stadiums are empty, and it just didn't have. Yeah, it didn't have this. It didn't have the same feel. Like nah. I didn't really, I didn't really get absorbed into the tournament until it really got to the knockout stages. Me either. And um, but you know, we saw a lot of good performance. We saw some like man, the, the goal we saw from Di Maria, that nice little chip, oh. that little lob, was filthy. But Di, Di Maria is a baller. It's funny yeah. because you know he just had that blip at United, but of course it's United and. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing I've enjoyed more than watching players, great players, go to United and completely eat shit. Eat shit, and then they go somewhere else. The, 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 the past decade has been good for us. That's what Sir been. Alex has gone. They they sold their soul for whatever Sir Alex title, <laughs> most titles Sir Alex got for them. But yeah, so after that, when he because he balled for PSG, like Di Maria is a baller. Yeah, always been a baller. Um, but yeah, I mean that Argentine squad. I mean, you think about it, it's actually. Even though Messi got this, it's really kind of criminal considering how much talent that Argentina squad has had throughout his years. I mean, you look back to when he was young, getting the World Cup in 06, when they were bringing him off the bench, and he was a young guy, like 18. But throughout that time, even the fact that him and Aguero never really could get it together for the national yeah. team, even though I don't know if Aguero, if the Barca thing is finalized, whatever the case. It is. And, you know, they're best friends or whatever. But those two, for years, you had Iguain there. Yeah, well, well, Iguain cost him a World Cup oh, and, all and, and a Copa. So, <laughs> Iguain shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Iguain missing a fucking back post. Oh, I remember that. Oh, my God. And then missing his penalty. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he's, that, that, man, that guy's on a shit list forever yeah. for Messi. You gotta be. Yeah, you know, so like, fuck up. So what I thought that was more impressive than what I've seen in the past from them was, one, having a good goalkeeper, right? Sergio, exactly. Sergio Romero, backup for Manchester United, fucking garbage. The fact that that's who Messi and Argentina had to use because they had no one better was yeah. pathetic. So Emmy being an actually a good fucking rock back there, mm -hmm. huge improvement over pretty much every Argentina. Yeah, the whole defense. 
that we've watched in the 2000s. In the past 20 years, they have not had a, a fucking nah. decent goalkeeper at all. Um, and then I actually thought um, the other PSG player, Leandro Paredes, did he balled man, out. And he like they they've been lacking a good eight, you know, a good dynamic box to box guy that can really, you know, carry and, and do a lot. Yeah, I'm trying to think the last yeah. Because they've had, you know, I guess Raquel, he's been the 10. They had dynamic 10, but even though it's been hard to replace him, Mascherano was that. Yeah, pivot, yeah, yeah. Mascherano was a six, but then even for, you know, even for him later on in his career, he was he playing center back because yeah. they don't have enough good fucking center backs. Yeah. Like if they had, if they had good central defenders, you could have had Mascherano playing the six and you'd have a great platform to go forward. But the defenders always suck dick. You're playing Gabriel Hainsey. <laughs> Gabriel Hainsey, Melito, and, yeah. and all yeah. these other yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah they, they, were, they were never good enough. They're good well, enough to play at big clubs in Europe, but they were never good enough to well, be. Well, now you got with Otamendi. Yeah, well, well Otamendi, yeah. I mean, they, they've got, it, it, it's it's pretty solid. It's not, it's still, they've it's still their weaker. and attackers. That's all they've been it's, Yeah, it's still not their strong point, but what they've built around it has gotten a lot better. So, I mean, I, I thought Paredes was a big influence in midfield mm-hmm. and having yeah. a guy in, as in form as Lautaro Martinez, like Lautaro Martinez was thriving all yeah. year with, with, uh, with Lukaku at, at Inter. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, a lot, you know, Messi had five assists in the tournament. At least three of those were for, <clears throat> was for Lautaro Martinez, you know, the, the game winning goal in the semifinal. Yeah, that was nice. like, like, like they had, they've, they found a good partnership and that, and finally, like we said, we we never really found it really working that well with Aguero and him. But it looks mm-hmm. like Lautaro and him is something that can work moving yeah, forward. Yeah, for some reason, yeah, it, it did because Messi actually he was pulling back. The, I mean, kind of like what he does with Barca and everywhere. He just dictates all the play because yeah. even if he wants to lie deep and he could basically get other guys involved. But he, I mean, one thing he bought his ass off in this tournament. You, you can't say anything else. I'm, it's it's almost kind of like LeBron esque when you think. All right, Messi, maybe he's getting to the point where you might start slowing down and things might start happening. And then he just goes and puts in one of these performances. Um, as for, you know, Moscow, Brazil, uh, I, they, they they didn't create enough chances for me in, uh, in that yeah, final. No, no, not, not, not nearly enough at all. And I was shocked. I was really shocked. But, I mean, I, I don't know if this Brazil team is ever going to win like what they should <laughs> Dude, look, look, look at what this loss did to Neymar. You see what we went, we went to do his fucking hair? <laughs> he always... I mean, it's just Neymar. It's, it's crazy because Neymar is such an easy target. I just... <laughs> I don't ride for his antics, but he's a fucking talent. And people just try to hate him because they hate him as a person. But I'm like, you can't deny the talent. When you see him with the no, ball is can't, can't deny the talent. Can't and deny I guess since I've been watching him since he was 15, 16 at Santos where he used to have gold TV. So I've, yep. like, I've seen him from the beginning and kind of come up. But I mean, there's other like the attacking. I mean, the forward guys for Brazil, I love. And, and then my boy Gabigol, I'm still shocked that he's not back in Europe. But that's my guy. But I mean, Richardson, even though he dives a lot for Everton, I mean, he's a baller. Yeah. Hey, Seuss, I'm not sold on him. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I like, ever since he went to Man City, it's just been like, ah, uh, like he just he got sent off again and uh, the crazy. Like I remember the last Copa where he got sent off and he was crying on the side when they played Peru. So he's another guy. I just don't feel like he's that, like that guy to play for them, like a legit number nine or whatever number he wears. So, I mean, but Brazil always has talent coming through the ranks. Hopefully, our boy Gabby does well in these. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be through. taking. I'll be taking more, more interest in those matches. The fact that Richardson's playing the Olympics is crazy too. Like I know if I was Everton, I would have told him no. Yeah, hell like, no. Go from the season to Copa and now to the Olympics. Yeah, you and you would think it's like you know, like we said, 
there's there's some teams that are taking players that aren't based in Europe and taking you know a younger yeah. squad or players that are playing domestically over here in the Americas. That it it doesn't make a lot of sense. If I were an Everton fan, I would not be stoked on, oh, on like, like when is he going to rest? And it's all in, in our in our first month of the season. Last season ended, you know, because project restarted into late. And this season started so quick, you so you didn't really get the full. You didn't get a preseason. No, so we're, 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 we're going to keep seeing, you know, what we saw, like what we just saw in the NBA finals of everyone getting injured over yeah. and over again. All these guys are getting not, they're not getting enough time off. They're mm-hmm. getting, they're getting two weeks off. And then, and currently if they're off two weeks right now, cause they just got their break after the Copa, their whole team, like the whole squad is in session training already. Yep. They have to be running and training while they're out on holiday. You know, you don't want to be too cool, far behind. Cool. You, you get a week, you get a week in Ibiza, but you got to get out every morning and run sprints on the beach. Mm-hmm. Like you're not actually resting. Like, you're, you know, like they don't want to fall too far behind. Yeah. And we, and of course we want them, we want them good and fit and ready to play in August, but really what's in their best interest as a player for their career, for their bodies and injuries. You know, I, I'm I'm really worried about what that's what toll that's going to take. We saw what happened to Alexis, right? Alexis played three fucking summers straight, right? They did yep. Copa America Centenario, World Cup, and another Copa, like and all you know, three summers in a row. Fool's been broken since. He wasn't even with Chile, <laughs> or he was hurt. What you know? I don't it, even know what the fuck no, he's he was doing. There. He just ain't doing. He just did nothing. He just did nothing, bro. But I mean, I mean, that guy ran like a motherfucker. Like yeah. I think he just he ran. He oh, ran those. Ba- he, ran, he, he, he ran yeah. those batteries out. Yeah, we yeah. got we got prime Alexis. Yeah, like he's he's this guy. He's that. If this ever guy who melded in after he got his payday, kudos to him because I I know you United hey. fans, you still can't bring oh, his I name know. up. I know. And yeah. I just laugh about it. Cause even my friend uh, Dimaggio, shout out to them. They do garden party, garden parties on football podcast. I got to shout them out. But uh, he will always ever, he will always joke with me with his Manchester accent every time I bring up the guitar. He'd be like, "Bargain, you got a bargain." <laughs> I was like, "It was like, oh, you got a bargain for Manchester." Yeah, he did so much for us. He was such but a he great son. That's how bad Alexis. That's how bad Alexis was. was. So that's why I laugh. He, but- he's so bad that that Mkhitaryan's. Three goals in two years. <laughs> Did Alexis score any goals for them? Like one? Yeah, I'm, I'm really trying to think. I don't think of him having any highlights. With, Nothing. There's with no United, United highlights. It's fantastic. But, I mean, yeah, get back to that. Yeah, so, yeah, this time and this rest is going to be interesting for a lot of these international players, especially even coming up. Because then you think about, you know, World Cup coming up soon. So, it's also going to be crazy even with us because i think uh this upcoming season i think african cup african cup of nations in january so that's for us pepe obama yang i hope yep. obama yang doesn't go after that last field oh no they didn't they didn't um i'm not sure if they qualified i, think Gabon, I don't think Gabon qualified but obviously pepe um no but i saw something about the pots i think they're in the pot like for for i think Gabon is still in oh they don't have to he had to sleep in the airport last time i hope shit they, yeah, but yeah, that's so that's going to screw up a lot of teams in a prim, especially the African Cup of Nations. So we're going to, you know, see how. Yeah, and it's going to it's going to hurt a lot of teams. Obviously, you know, Liverpool got hit with uh, with Mane and, and Salah. Yeah, going. like that's that's a yeah, huge, that's a huge, that's a huge them. thing for them. I well, think what else is really only going to be yeah, Aubameyang and Pepe. Aubameyang, Pepe. Yeah, I don't know. We don't have we don't have that many Africans anymore. Nah, not like you know the Vanger peak Vanger days. Yeah, we have, and Pepe should be playing for. I mean. Pepe could be playing for France, but he probably wouldn't get no time. But he was born around, you know, Paris, like yeah, yeah, yeah. guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's interesting to see how it's going to disrupt the whole schedule. You know, this I I wasn't I wasn't very excited for the Olympic tournament with this, you know, it's, which is kicking off right now. But uh, you know, I got home the other night right after after we were out and about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
uh, Wes and I went to a show and I got home and it's it's 1 a.m. here on the West Coast and the motherfucking Mexico game just started. I, I, I check on Twitter and all the people were talking about Mexico scoring a goal and I flip on my TV and it's and there we go. Mexico putting a pasting on France. Yeah, and how uh, how is Ochoa still the keeper? Man, I don't I don't is get that it. rule with a one old. I know like I, I don't get. Yeah, I mean, I guess it doesn't. It's not the same for men and women. Like, there's a bunch of old players on the oh, women's yeah, team. Yeah, uh, but but on the men's, like, this is supposed to be. You know, it says they're U twenty threes. Yeah, and you get a couple exceptions. I thought like it was two. only two initially, and. Yeah, because I remember years ago, uh, I guess the L- London Olympics where Ronald Ronaldinho was like the older older exception to that team and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure because obviously you've seen Gignac for uh, for France, and I yeah, it was weird looking at that France team because I really didn't recognize too many people on there. And, and you was, would think you'd recognize more, you know, like usually I under twenty three like prospects would have been there or something like that. Yeah, I mean, because they obviously do have a lot of young prospects, but yeah, it's just. Because I didn't even really know all the teams. Because I haven't, you know, the Olympics has been like, are they going to be on? Are they not? So then I looked at some of the teams because I looked at like Brazil. I think Brazil plays the Ivory Coast next. Because um, obviously for Martinelli, I want to look yeah. at yeah, th- th- those the Brazil make, match. Yeah, those make it more tempting to watch for sure. Like yeah. I, that's I'll be watching for Brazil. I'll be watching for Mexico. Uh, Diego Lainez was the was one of the star performers mm-hmm. for Mexico. Little dude out there killing it. It's good. Good for him. Built some yeah. confidence. Good for him to go back to Europe. Um, yeah, I mean, Mexico you know, usually does well in the. Uh, they do in well Olympics. in youth, and yeah, like yeah. Pr- pretty much all the all the, youth, the lower levels before yeah. it gets too big and strong. They do, they do a great yeah, job. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dang. It, yeah, it, I, I guess it must be the height thing. And it's just it's about that skill. It's essentially South American. Yeah. But yeah, the Olympics. I mean, it's weird because I do pay attention to the women in the Olympics more than the men. Because obviously, the U.S. and Brazil is always a big theme. But the U.S. got spanked by Sweden. Yeah, I, I watched that match, and that shit tripped me out. Sweden. I didn't even know it was happening. I saw the scoreline, and I was shocked. Yeah. No, I I watched the replay. They, they you know they played it on. Uh, they put it on like prime time the next the next yeah. afternoon. And I was watching it, and like Sweden were good value for that win. I mean, is Pia I mean, still the manager there? Yeah, she's the manager, so she already knows. Like. Yeah. She knows the U.S. team inside and out, mm-hmm. and so, so yeah. I mean, they 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 did well. I mean, I mean, it's obviously like, the Americans had a lot of chances. It wasn't mm-hmm. like they didn't have chances. They could have been. They could have got a goal or two back. They could have tied that game, you know. But Sweden were clinical and they deserved the victory. And so, you know, I mean, they're, they're no joke. They're they're a really good team, and they just they put they put their foot down right away and just said, "Yo, we out here." And now, obviously, I watch Brazil. Marta's still playing. That's wild. Yo, it is crazy that she is still playing. And they said she just scored, so that's like her fifth consecutive Olympics <laughs> scoring. She's in, going right? play five. Like five times four. It's twenty years of Olympics. Like so holy shit. Oh yeah. So with that, yeah, but it's looking at preseason with the, the, the European teams. Obviously, you saw this morning that United signed Sancho. Yeah, I saw that was finally. made official. And you know what I'm just seeing right now is that uh the only player I'd actually want from Tottenham, uh Hyunming Son. Just signed a contract extension. So good for you, Spurs. Ah, uh, fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah, I, yeah. I mean, Son is a fucking baller. I hate that he's, he's on that he, team. I know. He's literally the only one. And yeah. I, I, you know, when they when they showed that picture, you know, the, their fucking socials posted the picture of Son walking to the training center on the first day and he just like couldn't even break a smile for him. And you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. I, 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 I said to Joseph, I said it to right to shout out, shout out to, shout out to Mr. I hate your club. Um, 
He's like, yeah, man. All, all we need is his son to put in a transfer request just to, just to make this summer <laughs> That'd complete. Make everything. It would have been amazing. So then, but, I mean, obviously, it makes a lot of sense for him if he's going to stay this year. You, you know, you have to, you have to tell your fans that you're, you know, even if you're going to lose Harry Kane. I mean, for Son, it's like, yeah, it's it's like any player that knows he might even leave the next season. Sign a new deal, double your wages, mm-hmm. preserve your value for us, yeah. so that you so we can get money for you. I didn't know he was twenty nine. He's twenty nine already. Oh damn! I didn't know he yeah, was that old. Yeah, because he ain't he ain't gonna have resale value. I mean, they might get a little money for him like next year as a thirty year old, but not much. He missed. Well, so I guess was he along with that group where they won that medal, uh, where he missed out on the uh, military service? Yep. Uh, so he yeah. was lucky with that. Yeah, yeah he got, he got out of that military service. Yeah, because I'm like, hold up. But yeah, um, I mean, he's a baller. But obviously, if Spurs are going to lose Kane, which I think is going to happen, because obviously I've seen the reports about the Man City supposed uh, offer, um, you're going to have to keep him. They're going to have to pay that back for him. I mean, it's, and for me, the last couple of years, even though Harry Kane had numbers, Son has been their best player because Kane is going to get injured. It happens every year. And for I mean, also, Son is going to get everybody gets injured. I mean, I'm saying people names, but the way football is now, it's going to happen. But it's going to be interesting because Nuno being there, I know his style of play. I, he's very pragmatic, and Spurs fans. I mean, we give them shit because they're Spurs or whatever they are, but they are used to a style of play. That's one thing about them, and they just went through that with Mourinho, who. They thought was going to give. They basically sold. They sold. They thought they were going to get results in silverware, and you know, in place of their style of play, didn't happen. And I don't think Nuno is going to basically be endeared to Spurs fans either. So. Yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes for him. I hope it goes all horribly pear shaped. Obviously, I hope it goes. Fucked <laughs> up. I like. I, I like. I like, I like him. Yes, as a person, I, I respect him. I would have rather him go to another. Club. Absolutely, I would. I much rather have him go somewhere else where I could continue to enjoy his work. But now I want him to fail miserably, and then obviously, and then go to a new club and do well. Yeah. Just, just the, the way we like it when when good players go play go like shit United. Yeah. Yeah. Go to the continent. Go somewhere else. Coach a different team. Um. On top of all this, there's another fucking international competition going on that we I already even just forgot about. Was that we have the Gold Cup going on? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> too many tournaments to keep track Mickey, of. Mickey Mouse Cup. Mickey man. Mouse Cup. I know exactly. I don't want to talk this shit. It's just. It. I mean, it's going to be U.S. and Mexico. It's just like I look at some be. of the countries. It's like all right, Guadalupe, Martinique, Martinique. Like, come on, man. Like, obviously, we can't. We can't help where we are as far as our position with the globe geographically. Right. But it's just the infrastructure of some of these CONCACAF matches where you see where the pitches some of these island play countries play on. And who and the fuck invited Qatar? They're they're actually <laughs> now now I, I, saw I, I, I thought I saw I thought I saw this Yeah, like this is wrong. They mean Canada, what's going on here? No. But they actually they actually play in decent football. I know Zidane was their manager before he came mm-hmm. back, but Looks like I mean obviously they're trying to get ready for their World Cup and try to get some competition. Are the people on their team either from Qatar? Or I'm probably not because <laughs> I see a couple of you know brother brothers on there and I'm like hold up I mean I know it's the Middle East it is you know a lot yeah, of sun brothers but... could get real tanned quote unquote but I'm like I don't know they might be recruiting because just like they do you know to build their cities and everything they might have bought some people from sure. other countries. You don't know what's going on with birth certificates absolutely. and other things. Yeah, I, I would. I would I definitely trust nothing from Qatar. No, absolutely not. They're trying to build fake clouds for us to fucking. Get in. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was their plan so we could play in the summer. They're like, oh, I guess that's not going to work. We got. I'm serious. I'm serious. They were like, yeah, we'll just co- we'll cover the stadium with clouds so you have shade and it'll be it'll be fine. It's only 110 degrees outside. 
Yo, and, and, and being with that, the way they talk about that, me being in the fucking desert last week in Palm Springs and all yeah. that, feeling at 110 heat, there's mm-hmm. no way possible mm-hmm. anybody can play football and guitar. Fuck no. It feels like, it feels like opening the oven, you know? It's like having it on 350, like, it oh, shit. It is unbearable. So, I, yeah, I don't know about that. But, yeah, with the Gold Cup, the, the team that I always think should be better and they would be better if some team, some players from England decided to play for their mother's country instead of obviously where they're born would be Jamaica. Right. Because it would be a lot like, obviously, I guess they grew up in England set up, but players like Rashford mm-hmm. <laughs> would be on the England team. Like, it's it's a lot like Raheem Sterling would be, I mean, well, on, be the on the Jamaica team, yeah. team and stuff like that. I mean, but there are some, you know, they got Ravel Morrison, who my boy, who's a United fan, still talks about today, my boy Dimaggio. He's, oh, man. He's I, a Ravel stand. I, I remember those conversations for years. Oh, my God. So they got Ravel, they got Leon Bailey. I mean, they got some ballers, but you would think that Jamaica would have more ballers than they do. Uh, but probably if some of the players who come up in England, I mean, who probably see, hold up, maybe we shouldn't, maybe we have a better chance playing for Jamaica than England. That might happen in the future. But I would think they would do better. But it's usually always U.S., Mexico. Costa Rica gets in and out. Yeah, yeah, we, I saw Joe, Joel Campbell, former he's still Arsenal playing with him. Oh, yeah, he's still playing with him. He's still, you know, he's like 30, right? 29, 30. He might even still be in his 20s. I, I don't just, every know. time I get that name, I just think of the days of us on Twitter. Maybe Joe Campbell's going to have a breakout season. Maybe we're going to keep him. Maybe uh, this and that. And it was he's going to get loaned out for a fourth year in a row. I mean, the white year he did play a couple of matches for. He had an all right little year. He did okay. He did okay. I mean, look. He's good for Costa Rica standards. Yeah, he ain't have the pace and the physicality. Nah, and like, and like dealing with, well, he's... Exactly. He has, I thought he had enough physicality, but yeah, just not enough technique with, with all the rest of it. But for, but he, he, he bosses, he bosses in CONCACAF. Oh yeah. CONCACAF. It's CONCACAF. Of course, he's, <laughs> true, he's true. a superstar there. But even looking at this U.S. squad, um, it's a lot of young guys for the future. Um, obviously, you're building around, you know, the Star Wars, who they always talk about. I mean, even for bigger tournaments, I'm not even really focused on that, but obviously, Pulisic, Reina. Um. Yeah, and I mean those guys aren't involved in this tournament, but we got. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. Saying for like bigger tournaments, but for yeah, this and that, that's why it's not as exciting to watch yeah. in that sense. I mean, I'm interested in seeing you know like, like Daryl DK getting mm. getting minutes up front. You know, like Jossie's art is playing as a striker. Still, he's still they they still have him playing. You know, and look, I had hopes for him because you know he came up through the Galaxy yeah, Academy. Galaxy. I watched him here. I want him to do well, but you know it's kind of like watching Altador. Like you know, there's kind of a they, <laughs> don't bring that name up. <laughs> don't bring that name up. You know, like MLS good. Yeah, like you're good at to score 15 goals in MLS, but like you're not gonna do shit for us on international level. Like so, no. what are we doing going forward? So seeing Daryl DK play some that that's something that excites me because he's a guy that I could see, you know I I see getting in the mix with the the number one mm-hmm. uh, the number one squad the top squad. So. So yeah, you know there there's something to watch. I'll be interested to see if we if we get the USA Mexico final. I'll be watching that closely. Obviously, that's going to. But be. uh, but yeah, the rest of it, the turn, you know. So how do you deal with that when it's the US Mexico? You always side more with the US or the, yeah, I mean the it's, split. No, I, it's I root for Mexico in every game except for the United States, right. and then and yeah, that's that's it. Sometimes like like right now, I have less of an inclination to yeah. want to support the American team, but obviously, but uh, but yeah, generally that's how it goes. You know, I'm I'm born and raised in Los Angeles. My father's Mexican, born in Mexico. Mexico, mm-hmm. I'm born here. Yeah, they're both my teams. USA. That's my how team. you ride out. That's it. Yeah, because I'm. Yeah, when it's the Mexico USA, fine. I mean, obviously, probably being here, the the 
and the Mexican pride is like over the top. <laughs> there, there's, there's a lot. Like there, I still there, remember there. which one did they play at the, at the Rose Bowl? Oh, I was man. Gio hit that crazy. Bro, I was there. You were there. I was outside. So you tickets, were in the Rose Bowl. You no, were. so we went to the tailgate. So we tailgated. God, the tailgate was crazy. Yeah, so you get the tailgate outside on on the park and everything. All right, there. We brought, we brought speakers. I brought a generator. I brought a, I brought a direct TV satellite. Oh, shit. We, we stood that bitch up in the back of my truck. <laughs> I was driving an F-150 then. So we put it in the back of my truck, angled it, got our signal, had my portable generator. Oh, it was lit. And, and we, we, ran a, we ran a whole party the whole time. We were like, fuck it, because we were looking to get tickets, and they got really expensive for the final. And, like, bad seats at the Rose Bowls fucking suck. Because oh, so there's, there's 90,000 seats. You're burning up in there. They You're sign. all the way fucking up. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "All right, let's go there. Let's let's get there." You know, three hours before the match, and then what? When they, when everyone starts going to the game, we'll just stay out here partying, and we're just gonna mm-hmm. turn it on. And we watched. Remember, USA scored first. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and we were going, we were going nuts and have, having our fun time out there. And then yeah, we watched the whole whole thing come down. Yeah, <laughs> that I shit remember was that wild. Even watch your TV. I was like, "Damn, you would think they're in Mexico," but obviously, I was like, "Oh, it's LA." Obviously, yeah, yeah. We we got. We got, it looked like it probably was a, a lot fun of time. Yeah, it was. It was a blast. Yeah, and, the, and before the game was a lot of fun too. They 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 did it up. They yeah, where's the final at this year? Good question. Because I'm trying to. Oh oh whoa, whoa hold on hold on. If the US August first final in Las Vegas. Oh shit! At the new stadium. Where are they? Where in Vegas are they playing at? Is is it's probably going to be at the Raiders Stadium. I hope so. Stadium. I mean, obviously it's a dome shit. As hot as it is in Vegas now, it's going to have to be a dome. Yeah, I would think so. But that's going to be crazy. Yeah. I mean, obviously if it's the U.S. versus uh, Mexico. But yeah. yeah, when it gets to that point, because obviously for this week they got to buy, right? They, I mean, they aren't even playing until Saturday. I mean, tomorrow, and it's been other matches that we watched this group throughout this week. So I don't know. I, I can't even front like I'm really interested in the Gold Cup. No, I usually no, no. just watch it when it's almost the semifinals or the finals because I expect the U.S. and Mexico to be in the finals. So anything besides that is a shock. Yeah, Mexico are playing this Saturday at 7 p.m. When they did have it, in, uh, the last one at Philly where the U.S. was terrible, and I think Mexico was bad too. Wasn't it a final? Was it Jamaica and... So I forget who it was at the final, but it was uh they had this, at the Lincoln Financial Stadium, and it was a little wild there from what I've heard. Yeah, like in the in the stands. So I don't know, but hopefully, you know, U.S. the young guys get get a good run out. Yeah, they got a love a chance this weekend to play in Jamaica Sunday night. Oh, they uh, play Jamaica Sunday night. Yeah, they got Jamaica Sunday night and Saturday night. Mexico have uh, Honduras. So. Oh. Uh, so yeah, so we're gonna miss that one. We'll be at, we'll be at LAFC. Yeah. How 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 you feeling about your Philly Union? Uh, I, I mean, I watched last yesterday. They lost to um, Orlando. Fucking. Did Nani score? I I don't remember Nani scoring because I turned it on. It was already one nil, but he was already doing all these tricks and flicks. I'm like, he's old as hell. How are y'all still falling oh, for he, it? He's still too good he's for MLS. Still, he's still too, he's good, still for too good for MLS. The whole like all the other guys are just standing there watching him, like in awe. Uh, I mean, but the union. I mean, I I don't know because the keeper is obviously Blake. He's uh, Jamaica's one. So, but I mean, the best player that they had come through Aronson which they call it the Mefford. Messi Mefford is a little suburb of Philly in New Jersey. Obviously, yeah. he went over to Europe, so that was a homegrown talent who was actually staring for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
I don't know about the union. I'll see when the playoffs come around. Like, I'm just start paying attention because obviously other sports have kind of waned down. Absolutely. And my, I'm, I haven't gone to a, a match yet. Actually, I was at, they, shout out to the union because they had uh, me and Joe Moody, the artist I work with, we were out there last week, uh, right before I came out here for the, um, they had the FIFA tournament at the grounds yeah, at the yeah, stadium. Yeah. So I was out there. A couple of the players were there, like Insigno and a couple of other guys. Dope. So it was a good event. And the union always showed love to me. So I do rep them. Like they've had me down there for um, certain events. But it's just hard for me to keep up with the day to day. Like on my Twitter, Philly Union guys and a lot of guys I know, they keep me abreast of yeah. it. But uh, yeah, hopefully they'll make another playoff run, a deep run. Like last year, it hurt going that far and not delivering. Right. And I was all in with that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see what it, what the team does this year, especially when it gets down to the clutch. Yeah, well, we're we're gonna get to check out some of the local scene here in LA. We got a we're going to the LAFC match. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see that. So excited for that. We're gonna get down to the tailgate down here at Exposition Park. Check out LAFC versus Vancouver Whitecaps. I wanted to I wanted to get you to a Galaxy game, but they're not yeah. in town while you're here. And I know Carson isn't as endearing of a of a prospect, but yeah, but, but it'll be good. I mean, you know what. What I really enjoy going to either match, really. I mean, because the, the the Galaxy tailgates have always been good. If you make the trek down there, it means you're pretty fucking committed. Yeah. Um. But the the ease of getting to LAFC has been really convenient and nice. You know. Uh. Yeah. And getting out there and supporter section, cheap beers, getting getting wild. It's yeah, it's, it's, good, it's, it's a good, good it's a good time. Out. So it'll it'll be a good experience. And hopefully, Vale scores another. F- Belter or worldy like you did last oh, week. Oh, maybe I can. I should break out one of the Vela jerseys I got. I have multiple. Obviously, because yeah, <laughs> we always thought those yep. chips were going to oh, come yeah. for Arsenal. Yep. We had come in in a, a FA Cup game against Middlesbrough. We're up like, <laughs> yeah, Sheffield United hat trick right? <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the FA Cup third round. And he always come on and chip the yep. keeper at the end. Always. I don't think I've ever seen him score Arsenal goal that wasn't a chip. If I'm uh, trying to remember, he did. But those are the ones that stick out in your mind. You know, like that's that's always. It. You saw the one he scored the other day, though, for LAFC. Oh, it was ridiculous. Oh, so dirty. It was just ridiculous. so perfect. Down off his chest, perfect technique, near the ball, blasted over the keeper's head. That was, I mean, it showed top, top that class. Wow, we were so hype on it. He had that technical ability, oh, yeah. but it was just, I mean, the, the prim, it's just levels to the prim. It's just, we just had to realize that. And some players are just great in other leagues. They just can't work out with the physicality and demands of the Premier League. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Yeah, well, you know, the, the season's really get, getting going here. We got preseason coming back uh, for, for Europe. Like you said, our players have had pretty much no rest. But but the well, season's back in just fucking three They're not going to be weeks. here. No, not going to be here. Supposedly, what was it? The 20? The, this weekend. They're, yeah, they're, this they weekend. were supposed to be in, yeah, they're supposed to be in, uh, in Orlando, right? They're supposed to be in Florida this week. But Yeah, I know a couple of people, like my man Alex Philly, he was planning. He bought tickets because he's from Florida originally, so he was planning to go down there. I know he was hyped. That's uh when they last came and uh well Arsenal did their last tour. I went with him to D.C. to watch us play Real Madrid, so I know he was gonna go down there. He's crushed, but I didn't. I always felt like that American tour. The little I just felt like it was. It just wasn't gonna come off. I don't know why. I just had a feeling because it just seemed out of nowhere they announced it. And it's just the way the the whole, just the scheme of things. I really didn't see. I was like, why are you coming all the way over here? Like, just focus on having a good, solid camp. You didn't have a preseason before. And like, hey, where, where are we going to take? Like, where's a really safe place to take Arsenal? Why don't we take them to fucking Florida? Of all places. Where's the logic in that shit? <laughs> yeah, let's let them go to Miami. Maybe we should. It ever going to be a hot ass. We, I mean, obviously. We, 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 should go, we should go to Atlanta next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but yeah, just just there for the wings. Yeah, for the wings. That's it. Not 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 the other uh, things to partake. Uh, imagine a Bobby Yang and Lacazette in Magic City mm. draw. <laughs> I mean, I want to see those photos. I, I really do. <laughs> it would be ridiculous in there. But yeah, I just didn't feel like it was going to come off. I just felt like they should have, you know, found a neutral place, just stuck there, have a real solid camp, get some work in, finally get ideas of what he wanted to do. Because I'm still not sold on what Arteta wants to do as far as playing style. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we still have some transfers we got to do. Um, you know, bringing in Sambi. I don't. It's yeah, a, I like the move, but I mean, I don't see him really being a guy this year. He's 21. He's not yeah. really fully physically developed. I mean, I think, I think a good thing to take into consideration and like, like when you look at players like him that need to get up to speed with the physicality of the league. Yes. I mean, I was listening to the this morning. I was listening to the Ars cast this morning, and they were talking. He had he had a uh, Andrew had a guy on that was um uh works in Belgian in football yeah, and all that and talking about it. And they were talking about that. You know, he's he's good. He's nice with it. He's nice with his feet. He's good. Yeah, but he's got he's got to get. He's got to get with it as far as physicality and, and, mm-hmm. and structure. I mean, think about like, think about how fucking skinny Lauren Koscielny was when he came over. Yeah, you know? was, yeah. And then I also think of like, think of all the young bodies that come in the NBA and like before they get their their grown yeah, you man strength. Get your maturity. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta grow out. We feel out like yeah, we all we all reach a certain height at a certain age. You don't have grown man strength. No. Nah. You know, you you go up against a grown man. You go up a 27, 28 year old dude that's been working out and being a pro for that mm-hmm. many years. I mean, I remember my first time playing against grown men, adults, when I was like eighteen, and I, yeah, I could run circles around these motherfuckers. But then someone put put a shoulder into shoulder, me, body you know, the ball. And, yeah. and then yeah, I think now of me going up against, uh, I don't want to say how much lighter version of myself, <laughs> but you would just boss yourself. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, younger me would run right past me, yeah. but I put my hip into him, I put my shoulder into exactly. him. Like you're gonna feel that shit. You're not, you're not getting through. Yeah. So. You look at guys like Laurent Koscielny and people like that that came over looking really skinny. Usually, it takes a year to like two years, really, normally, to be able to fill out and get, you know, that yeah, that, that real strength. Regiment with yeah, because 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 now you're not just you're not playing as they call it, the farmers league, you know, with Anderlecht. Exactly. Like you're playing in the Premier League, you need to be up to Premier League standards and strength, and you know, we know we know that they have the training regimens, and we've seen what's happened to our players. I mean, they, they come in, they do a lot of them get jacked, you know. Look at Martinelli. Martin was a just, beast, yeah, he but but he just, he naturally has like some bodies are meant to to build muscle, yeah. Because you look at when he first came to yeah to now, but yeah, but this kid like I heard a lot of things like he 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 has a nice pass to him. Uh, obviously, he can cover a range. Um, he does a lot of actually a good amount of forward passes is what we need, not side to side passes. Because yeah. you can look at all the stats about Shaka over the years that he has so many more passes than other midfields, but they were always. Yeah, side a lot, side, lot of lateral, not, not not too adventurous. And always to the damn left. Everything yeah, yeah. to the left. Yeah, to so, his left, to the left. Yeah, to the left, to the left. Because, you know, we basically play, you know, what do you call it, donut formation. Pass to the side, to side, and then down. Nothing for it. So hopefully this guy can ping it forward. I mean, but even if he could, it just gives us options in the midfield. Because our midfield options are really, really slim if you yeah. look at it. At oh, yeah, point. yeah. Selling away Guendouzi, uh, Torreira not being involved. Uh, basically, you don't know what Maitland Niles is going to be, whether if he wants to stay or not. I still think he could. He should just bite the bullet and just accept that he's a right back, but he refuses to, and that's his issue. Willock, he looked great with Newcastle, but I don't think Arteta plays a system that suits him because he doesn't. I don't, I watched him in that Rangers match. He was not getting forward. Newcastle, he was always in the box, getting yeah. forward, getting forward. I don't know if Arteta just tells him to be more disciplined in our style of play. 
I mean, you know, but with it, with with us giving Smith Rowe the ten, you know, you kind of know who he wants to put in there, and mm-hmm. really, he wants to either have, you know, they are looking for a new signing in attacking midfield. So basically, yeah. what he wants his attacking options from his ten position and right around there, yeah, is Emil Smith Rowe and blank new guy. Yeah, right. He's not looking at Willock is not a guy in his head that is, is going to be doing no, that for doesn't. us, and he's not really enough of of a true eight. You know, he is. Like he, you know, the reason why he always has a comparisons with Aaron Ramsey is because he is able to break the lines and he's good at making runs forward into the box. Yeah. But if we're not going to utilize him like that, That's he, the thing. I, I don't, I don't know that he has enough of the the back half that that Ramsey did as far as being a good. Yeah, Ramsey would run himself into a damn uh, to a, a death <laughs> stare. That was part of the reasons why he always had so many injuries. But he would just run himself ragged. Yeah, a lot of cases doing other well, side. Well, well, that's the thing. You got to have that engine if you're gonna play. You're gonna play box to box. That yeah. means that means up and down, up and down all exactly. fucking day. So yeah, and I and also I mean with Willick too. Yeah, he always just seemed like he was stuck in between because he always wanted to be in a box, but technically he's not good enough to be a ten as far as techers. But then I guess also if you look at it as far as being a true eight, I don't think he has yeah the engine, so he's kind of stuck in between. I think I think the big problem is that with I mean at least the excuse of COVID being the fact that like we're not getting value or the value that we think is right for our players, right? No. The, the bids come in and people want like to buy Joe Willock for ten million or some shit. No. Like fuck off, get out of here. Especially no. what he did, basically save the Newcastle. Absolutely, if y'all want him permanently. Y'all need to pony yeah, up. Yeah, po- pony up. Spend thirty. I mean thirty million, you can have him. The English tax, shit, is in, home this. homegrown. But they, yeah, it won't be thirty. But I, I think they should twenty. Yeah, but, tw- but you know what I mean. I mean, obviously, yeah. possibly, yeah, 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 but, but twenty for them for what he did for them. Yeah, absolutely. I see that. Like, how much did he save you, motherfuckers? Mm-hmm. How much did he save you? Shit, pay, pay that shit up. Pay that right now. We just saved you so much fucking money. We're about to spend fucking fifty on Ben White. But I mean, it's understandable. It's the English tax. Some people are talking junk, like, oh, oh like I saw this. One person, uh, it was a couple of things like people from United and everybody, of course, they replies like, "How dare you?" We all know what United does and other things, but I mean, for a good central defender, which we've been screaming out for years, even though we have so many on the books, <laughs> which we don't utilize, right? That's uh, but I'm not mad at the Ben White signing if if we need no, we, we need another center back. I mean, if for whatever reason, I mean, the, the Saliba situation just completely. I don't know what's going on with that? Yeah, I, I don't know what if it's character issues or what the fuck the deal is. I I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't Has think he we're been ever here long know. enough to even know if they're character issues. It's right. Like as soon as he comes to Arteta, I don't know what it just he ships him out. I don't know if he just doesn't rate him because it was bored before. I I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, definitely the uh, the circumstances, the people running the club with transfers during that time period yeah. were not. It was it's not the greatest. Because we all know it was a clusterfuck basically during yeah. that point. But yeah, I guess if you got white. Uh, the new, the new bald. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I'm glad. Bo- I'm, 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 I'm glad Bobby Sacramento decided to embrace <laughs> his. <laughs> hey, he came on home as a, as a bald brother. Yeah. I, that's my biggest pet peeve. Like, look, man, quit trying but, to hide that shit. Yeah, because it wasn't even for the bag; it was for the front. So when that hairline, so when you you start saluting from the middle of your head, yeah. It's it's a serious thing, but he he bought it at home. Maybe that make him tougher. Ball ball white British center back. You, you know what? That's like listen the strength. Steve Bold, you know, yeah. like that that was that was it. I respect you. You get stuck in at that point. Yeah, Pascal Sigan, so. not so much. But <laughs> don't bring him up. No Cinderella, even though he's not British. Yeah, but yeah, if he um, but I guess Yap, if you Yap have Stam. Oh fuck that fucking matter. 
But if you have, I guess, a three man, because obviously we do as much as we joked about Louise, losing him is going to be losing him would have been a big thing if we haven't if we didn't fill those shoes somebody else. You want yeah. at least a good three rotation I, between. I, I want to see. I want to see Gabrielle in Gabrielle Magalas in. He needs to start. 35 Premier League matches yeah, this season. Because he started off so well last year. And it's just like, like this is the guy. He's a fucking, like, physically, like, we haven't had a guy that's a beast like this yeah. in so long. He's literally the guy that, like, bossing big other players that normally give us trouble. We're like, yeah. yes, this is what we fucking just, needed. Yeah, halfway through the year, he started making those mental I, errors. I mean, but, but, but I, I need to, but, but we need to see, we spent 50 million on Ben White. I need to see Ben White and Gabriel as our first choice partnership yeah. for the first fucking 10 matches. If it ain't working, yeah, Rob Holding, Callum Chambers. Yeah, I want, Rob is the third guy. Yeah. Rob. I mean, be, and and Rob can be rotated in. It can be a combination. You know, if if Ben White's not ready and he's in, we start we start the first game with Rob Holding and Gabe and Gabrielle because they have experience playing together. And you work Ben White in, and Ben White should be. You know, if you spend fifty million on a fucking central defender, he should be playing. Every nah, I game. think he should slot in. So Gabrielle and Ben White, I think that's that's a good solid. Uh, starting center back pair. Then obviously you could bring a Rob Holding because people are going to get injured. It is what it is. Yeah, you got to rotate. But like, we don't have any European competition this year, no. so Premier League, we should be having the best fucking players playing yeah. every game. Like, yeah, like that's no that's like the one thing. Like, I I'm glad we're not in the fucking Europa Conference League. Oh my god, like, me too. <laughs> whatever that bullshit was going to be, you know. And, and so and so we got so we got to be sending squads out to fucking Lithuania and shit. Like, I don't, you know, we don't need that shit, especially no, not while. Fucking la- while 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 lambda variants are coming out, it's <laughs> 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 like yeah, we don't need that shit. I mean, how many fucking positive? Te- you know, we have positive tests already. Just trying to just thinking about going to Florida gave us positive yeah. tests. So imagine yeah, sending a team of young guys or sending your team to fucking Slovakia to play some team. Nah, that's that's not what we need. So yeah, with that, obviously Tyranny's established at the left back. Right back is the thing. So whether Bellerin goes to enter or not. We need to buy a new right back because even though he might, you know, start off with Chambers, uh, he does admirably, but he doesn't have the pace. No, cha- Chambers is uh, is kind of stuck in the middle because he's a he's an average center back, and yeah. he, and he was and he was a pretty good right back when he was young. But it's like, yeah, we remember, we remember, remember it was it was it Montero or what was it against? Oh my god, Swan- Swansea, and he lit him up. Oh, yeah. And it was one of those. It was like when it's like when Gareth Bale roasted Mike Cohn. Back, mm-hmm. back in the day in the Champions League like it was a performance that like that can destroy a guy like yeah. this, this guy fucking ripped you into pieces yeah and it just show you don't have the pace so we need to settle that right back situation I mean you know it, it hurts me because I, I love Hector you know I got the same name as him he's, he's my boy I fuck with him he stands I on like the right Hector he stands too. on the right side of everything yeah you know, I, I, I felt, yeah, and I, I felt bad he wasn't even getting those minutes in the big games in the Europa League games we couldn't even get the starts mm-hmm. there I feel bad for the dude because that guy should have been able to net us thirty million, and he's still young. Technically, he's still young. Maybe not the youngest for a fullback, but he's in his mid twenties. We probably last year remember PSG wanted to come in for him before last year. We yeah. probably should have did it then. Probably, but I, I mean, at that time you wanted to keep you wanted to see what he had. But those are t- the, the problem with Inter is that Inter's broke, right? They had to get rid of players. Like mm. they won a title and had to sell a bunch of shit. Like you know, Conte's. Yeah. Conte's out because he knew he wasn't gonna be able to get additional pieces. You mm-hmm. know, like like we know that there, there's reasons behind this. So I, you know, I mean, they, they sold Hakimi for some fat money, so they should yeah. be able to reinvest at least twenty million or something into Hector. But they don't want to pay it. They don't want to pay up. None I mean, of these motherfuckers who, do. Yeah, being, I guess it's trying to do smart business on their part. But I'm trying to think. I mean, if he does go, I mean, you can just tell Maitland like, look, you got to bite the bullet, man. 
we need you out there physicality wise. Yeah, you you want to play? Good. Do you want to play every every damn week? Because you can start. You, yeah, you, right you back. can start it right back. I would have no problem with Malin now starting it right back because at least you I know, know defensively he'll. Be we, we had a, we've had, get up we have a we have a lot of success with that as a track record. Yeah. Like like Loren was a central midfielder when he came to us and moved right back yeah. and was imperious. He was great. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know who put it in Malin now's head that he's a central midfielder, but it's like, bro, just do what you have to do. Shit. Ashley Young was a winger before he went to Dam United, and he started playing back in defense. So just know what your team needs to go with it. Yeah. Because, I mean, the other left back, the young Portuguese guy, I mean, of course he scored a goal against Rangers. Uh, but we need to cover because Tyranny is going to get hurt. Yeah. That's just a given. Well, and you just got to be able to not play Tyranny every match. For, you, yeah. know, you know, you don't want – You know, Like, like I, I saw the, the training pictures of Kolasinac, and I'm like, oh, my God, why is he here? Why but, is he? Well, it's because it's because it's because Schalke got relegated with him, yeah. with him and Mustafi. Mustafi's stuck there though. He's, he's gone. Good. Thank thank fuck for that. But yeah, but you know he's still on our books. We're just have to let him go for free, pretty much. Which I think this is the last year. Of his deal, I just want to see him suit up. No, no I don't want to see. I don't want to see him on the pitch at all. Like no. just get him the fuck out of here. But what can you do, man? Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting season ahead. I'm definitely looking forward to that. We got a little more internationals, you know. To to wrap up and and these and these Olympics, so hopefully mm-hmm. we get we see some some good caliber stuff there. Yeah, hopefully. Um, my my new pick. Yeah, after after seeing the Mexican team dismantle uh, <laughs> France, I I, I, th- I think Mexico is going to win it all. So they might do gold. I, I haven't really looked over a lot of the the rosters to really make a definitive thing, right. but obviously I'm always going to say Brazil. Yeah, well, well let's, hey, listen, let's see a Brazil Mexico final. That'd be dope. G- give give me a, give me a Gabby Gabe Martinelli fucking gold to win it. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm okay in it to win it. If Gabby's the one doing it, then then I'm all for it. That's giving me a lot more interest in it. We, you know, he's the guy. We we all love that that kid. Yeah. He, I mean, I think he's the future. Like he's the guy. Like obviously, a lot of us were a little frustrated with the lack of playing time this past season. Oh, don't get me started. And <laughs> and so yeah, we, we got our, we got our qualms with Arteta in, in those fields. But I hope I hope this is something he can build on, so we can you know see something yeah. good, good good this coming season. Hopefully, you know, because even with them, because. So far, I mean, obviously, he's only been a couple of preseason games, but you don't know as far as Aubameyang if he's going to come back to what he was. There's still questions about him. Um, Laka, obviously, is getting older, um, even though he was clinical for us. But I want to see Balogun get some play, obviously. Yeah, and, and I, Gabby. Definitely at least take the minutes that Enkedia was, was getting. Enkedia, you know? we need to sell him. Yeah, he's just, he's just the, you know, Enkedia's a good player, but he's just he's not, not he's enough. not he's not the level. He's not the he's level not we need. Enough. He's a good poacher. He's a good poacher for a lower level Premier League team, maybe, you know. But we'll see, man. I, it's funny because years before we could say he's good for a mid table team, but shit, we're shit, a mid table we, team we are now. Mid-table. Ah, it's so hard to say. But I'm I'm still convinced. Second half of the year, if you look at our run, was much better. If we played like that the whole no, season, I, we, we have a we shot. started off so we, bad. We have a shot at third or fourth place. <laughs> I'm not even going to say that. We'll do top six again. I mean, we'll, hey, be, we'll be back in Europe. Hey, I think we will. And us not having European match, it's all about how we start off. Even though our start is fucking hard, like always. Yeah. But I think if, if we get, obviously, we get another midfielder. Um, cause that's my main thing. We just need to overhaul the midfield. Like the attacking options, cool, but I mean, we got people I think who can finish. Yeah, who can if, be in that role. If, but if we, we need got that if we got the one body, if we got the if we got the one midfielder that's ready to go right now yes. to play next to to play next to Thomas Party. Mm-hmm. I mean, like 
I don't think he's going to come to us, but I know that like Saul is available from Atletico Madrid. I would love him. Man. Oh, yeah. And then, like, I, you know, that's my team in Spain. I follow him. He's already played with Partey. They could just they could slot right in. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, Liverpool are sniffing around. Barcelona want him. Mm-hmm. Does he want to go to a team that has no European football? Yeah, that's I don't thing. know. But, I mean, pay him enough. Pay him yeah, enough. Money you know? talks and play him. I mean, I mean, fuck it. I would, I would put him. I'd bring him in and put him on 200K right away. Like, that, that guy is a, is a winner and a champion. Like, put him in our midfield. I'm not going to get my hopes up over something like that. I'll wait yeah. to see what happens. Like, why would you leave? Yeah, let it go at the point. Unless we throw a big bag at him. Um, I mean, obviously, they keep talking to junk about the Madison. Then they're saying that's on again, off again. Yeah. If we would bring matters. I would love it. But I don't see us doing that money, especially, you know, you know, less. Would, would you rather spend well. the $50 million on Madison or on Ben White? I would rather spend it on Madison, maybe because we needed to create more goals. Yeah. That was our biggest problem, just yeah, creating he, goals. He seems a better, like genuine eight for us, and he's a problem. But I mean, I, obviously, we've been talking about center back forever. But still, like I said, the whole Saliba thing gets on my nerves because I still think oh, that sure. should have been. You don't need to waste money with that, but right, it's like if Saliba was here, you don't spend you spend the fifty million on Madison, and we're good, right? Exactly. They keep talking that uh, Awar stuff back and forth. I'm not sold on that. I don't. Yeah, I, don't I don't know about because I don't know. I mean, Leon, because the French league is in such shit because of their TV deal or what happened with with that whole thing with that Chinese company pulling out and them needing a lot of money. So a lot of people are going to have to sell players. Um, then of course they talk about Ruben Neves. I mean, you know, I I rate him as a player, and I he's younger than he looks. Yeah. <laughs> Because I thought he, he was like yeah. 27, 28, and I guess he's 24, right? I wouldn't mind him and Party next to each other. Yeah, I, I think that would be solid. You know, but it's it's going to be expensive, you know. it's. He's also prem proven. but Yeah, yeah. no, prem proven, and yeah, well, I, I'd be I'd be willing to, to try it out. And, I, and you know, we want this team to move forward from Shaka. You know, we want to want to make, you know, make us make progress. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we can see something like that, man. I still, yeah, and if we were going to spend a fifty money for a Brian player, I'm still wondering why we did go into Basuma. Right, that's the guy we've been talking about. He's an Arsenal fan. He's cool with Pepe and all those guys. He wants to come there. Sometimes teams just don't do the logical thing that makes sense for us, and they always overthink it. And me being a Sixers fan, I know that <laughs> firsthand. You're very but used to this. I'm used to people just yeah. not doing what's in front of you and just doing, you know, trying to overthink it. Yeah, man. Well, look, dude. It's been a pleasure talking with you. It's it's Same good to here, talk. Good, good to talk football. Good to get out there. We're gonna get there. Enjoy the rest of this weekend while you're out here in Cali. Well, yep, why don't yep. you why don't you tell people a little bit about the about your project that's coming out and let them know what the the song is that we're gonna play for them. Oh uh, yeah, I got a project um, coming out. <clears throat> I know Brasco, fellow rapper from Philly. It's called One Nine One Three Two. It's the zip code that both of us had being from North Philly, uh, working together. Um, just, you know, good old hip hop, street stuff, talking about, but it's not just all about, you know, street stuff, talk about stories, good subject matter, um, grimy beats, you know, if you've heard my stuff before, kind of along that line. So I think the track that we're going to play, uh, he's calling it June 11th because he just did it on June 11th and that's the title he wanted. All right. So the project will be out, think August, first week in August. So whatever date that is. Yeah. So, so two weeks away. Yeah. So two weeks away. Great. Let's get into it. Awesome, man. Well, check it out. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. It's been a pleasure. You can yes, follow yes. Wes on Twitter and Instagram at Wes Manchild. You can follow me, Joaquin, at Morning Pint. Have a listen. Enjoy. Check this out. And we'll be back again soon. Yes, sir. I'm going to get high later. Hello, Wes. Hello, Wes. Yeah. Yeah. They know. They know. They know. They know. They know.
gon' say I gave him top effort Started okay, then I got better My intentions is to stop never To my hood, I'm a block treasure Picture me rolling like a pop record I know Brasca I was raised on death row Where you earn pain fast and success slow I had a drive, so I told my niggas, let's go All you'll ever need is snaps on the Petro Whoa, and I'ma handle the rest I had this pain jammed in my chest Ever since cause of COVID I couldn't lay my grandma to rest And I'm scared cause I don't know if my mom can handle that stress She five hours away from my home state I'm still dealing with some shit that's on my own plate Trying not to get thrown out at home base Realize I'm the master of my own fate Embrace destiny, I won't wait Weed loud bitch bad in her dome great uh, Fuck a top ten, I'm in my own space I'm in my zone, Ace. Ace, what up, nigga? Free <laughs> Free ADI. Rest in peace, Sellers. North Philly, 19132. The gang here, we brought our burners with us. Women flirting with us. Handshakes for the clergy members. Men of honor, so we never let your words offend us. Closing endorsement deals over Turkish dinners. The NWO, just try working with us. They had labeled us the perfect sinners. Moral victories will turn you to a worthless winner. Getting money is the last and the first agenda. Sea moss, fresh fruit, and oat milk inside the blender. Hope for my next Earth Day I spend some time in Kenya. That's sincere shit, not sincere shit. 12-piece lemon pepper hit the Kush beer sip. Save for 365 days on December 31st. We gon' count the year flip. I just pray all my real niggas hear this and realize you can't really win until you're fearless. They know. I know. I know. Hey, West, this shit crazy, bro. 25th hour shit. Greatest sign gang. Big U. I was gonna do a third verse, but the Sixers play tonight, so.